Hi, I feel like today it's me, Alan Smith, with Weasel Pistol Radio. I used to this paper, and it was Saturday, November the 6th. So, day late and day nasty day because I was uh, pretty busy yesterday, and then there was like a crazy influx of folk last night to Kintour to see the fireworks display. So, um, very popular was the Royal Borough yesterday. Anyway, in this paper yesterday, front page of the paper was um, COVID nativity, no room at the school. So, councils across the northeast have banned school Christmas plays and concerts in front of parents. Mums and dads will continue to be prohibited from school grounds under existing guidance amid concerns that live events could help spread coronavirus infections. Um, some schools have experienced a sudden spike in COVID-19 related absences since the October break. Um, local authorities hope schools can instead opt to stage virtual productions, allowing relatives of pupils to watch online from home. But the move has drawn criticism, with one parent group describing the ongoing restrictions as depressing, illogical and damaging. So the current advice is all visitors to school grounds should be agreed in advance and follow a risk assessment. So Aberdeen City, Aberdeenshire and Murray Councils have said they will continue to follow advice against live school plays and concerts. Um, so Aberdeen Council spokeswoman said that all decisions are based on Scottish Government guidance. And Aberdeen City said we are waiting updated guidance at present, we are not allowed to hold assemblies. So, um, there we go. It's like, you know, a shame for if uh, somebody's desperately needing to see their kids in the play. Um, but at least they can still see it online, I suppose. It wouldn't be, would be quite the same. But um, oh, it's probably, you know, quite a good thing. We're a parent, your your hair's in your mood all the time in case your kid, you know, says the wrong thing or forgets their lines or bursts out greeting or something like that. But um, it's. Um, you know, if it's online, there's maybe less pressure on the kids and that because they can maybe do a retake or something like that. But anyway, that's what's happening just now. No plays in schools that parents can go and see. So there you have it. Now here's a rare story, and it's um, the headline is Rolling Ones Gather No Moss. So a group providing excursions for Highlanders with mobility issues is celebrating 20 years. Highland Disabled Ramblers was formed in 2001 and offers scooters for locals to use on outdoor trips. Uh, the charity, fully led by volunteers, welcomes people of all ages, but most users are older folk. Uh, hosting up to twelve ramblers, uh, sorry, hosting up to twelve rambles each year between April and November. The charity has ten scooters to borrow by the day. The group was set up by the late Michael Finden, with its first meeting taking place in April of 19, 2001. It is based in Inverness, but travels to take in more of the Highlands' beauty. Uh, rambles often took place in the Black Isle, Cairngorm National Park, and even Glenafric. Uh, each ramble consists of a three to four mile trip and at times are led by a ranger. Um, the group has come to support hunters of folk who to enjoy the outdoors despite limiting factors. So, um, in the oldest uh, member, 94 year old Diana MacDonald, first joined the ramblers with her husband. Uh, she walked with her dog as her husband scooted along. Uh, now she enjoys her days out with the group uh, with the comfort of a scooter. Um, she says, I cannot walk without age and otherwise I wouldn't be able to get out. Um, all different people come here and everybody is very kind. Um, I can't remember exactly when my husband and I joined quite early on. Uh, after he died, I took over his place. Now I think I am the oldest. So, a marvellous idea. And um, there's a picture of the men uh, scooting along um, in Vanessa in their scooters. or a great helicopter. And there's somebody beside each scooter. Maybe just tell them if it's fit. But um, 
marvellous idea and uh, well done to you know the person who thought about it and set it up in the first place because it's uh, be a real treat I think for a lot of us folk to go out and about and see some of the the beautiful areas up in the highlands I think so well done to them. Now here's a salvage bottle for the Whiskey Galore Wreck fetches uh, nearly £2,000 in sale. So a bottle of whiskey salvaged from the shipwreck that inspired the book and film Whiskey Galore has sold at auction for nearly £2,000. It was part of the cargo on the SS Politician, uh, which sank off Eriske in the Outer Hebrides in 1941. It was expected to reach up to £1,500 at the sale, but it sold for nearly £2,000, including the buyer's premium. The whisky and some empty bottles were recovered by renowned diver Reg Valentine in 1966. Mr Valentine, for now 93, joined a group of Hebridean divers to explore the site on the 25th anniversary of the sinking. Within minutes, he recovered 30 full bottles in what he calls a memorable experience. Over time, he gave them all away, but kept some on display in his study. Uh, the hall was offered for sale at Charles Miller's Specialist Auction House in London. A uh, maritime specialist, Mr Miller, said uh, Reg mentioned that he did open a bottle, but tasted of, uh, tasted of rotten eggs, which was likely to be caused by the reaction of the cork with the whisky in the sea water. He added, it is unusual to sell lots recovered from this wreck, where the complete provenance is known and the details of by whom and when exactly items were recovered makes these bottles even more interesting. In addition, two empty whisky bottles sold for £558. That's definitely folk with more money and sense, I would say. The SS politician was headed for Jamaica with 28,000 cases of whisky when it ran aground on the northern side of Eriskay and Bad Wither. Uh, Islanders recovered hundreds of cases of whisky from the wreck and some of the bottles were buried to keep them hidden from customs officers. Other bottles have uh, since been found washed up on the island shores and recovered by divers. Um, Scottish author Sir Compton Mackenzie, who lived on nearby Barra, published the novel Whiskey Galore in 1947. And a rare book it is, and uh, a very good film. I think there's a new one being made in Arbutem. Um, the Arlene's very good one, I came out for a fact. So, um, well, well, £2,000 for a bottle of whiskey. It's, um, I suppose it is a bit of history to it, but still. If it tastes a rotten eggs, you'd be, you wouldn't be pleased, would you? Now, here's a story about the average white man for playing at the uh, Music Hall night. So, nobody's lucky enough to have tickets for that. Uh, we've been for a great show, I think. But they're just saying that um, they came very close to um, collaborating with soul legend Marvin Gaye, um, reveal singer and bassist Alan Gorey. Uh, Motown great Gay was keen to work with the chart top and Scots having forced a friendship with the band. That connection began when Gay made a surprise appearance at an average white band show in Hollywood to join them in a rendition of his classic I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Uh, it was a huge honour for the average white band um, as Gay rarely performed live with other artists. Uh, Alan Gorey says it was one of the highlights of all of our lives. I don't think, I don't think our feet were on the ground. It was a truly magical experience to have one of your lifelong heroes join you on stage and do one of his songs. If we needed a rubber stamp of endorsement on what we were doing, that is as good as it gets. A few days after that, uh, Marvin had us out to his ranch outside LA and made dinner for us, and we had a great family night with him, his wife, kids, and his brother. Um, about two years later, uh, some of the band ran into him in a hotel in London. We had an evening with him, and he became uh, a really good friend. Um, very, Marvin was very much a fan of the band and had ideas for us. Um, so although the Average White Band were formed in London in 1972, the members had cut their teeth in various groups in Scotland. Um, Perth, born and raised Alan, had previously played across Aberdeenshire, including uh, Mintla in Ellen and uh, Mellon at Peter Cooter, apparently. So um, 
he says, but what kind of, kind of music we're going to do, we come from different bands, so we had a, you know, a good um, experience before we, we formed Average White Band. And uh, tonight uh, at the Music Hall, they're going to be doing a two-part show, with the first part concentrating on performing the entire eponymous AWB album, which we call the White Album. That was the album that made us a hit in the first place. We will play that in its entirety, which has never been done by the band in any incarnation before. The second half will be a best of all the rest from the albums after that. So I'm sure it'll be an absolutely fantastic show. There are uh, brilliant musicians and, um, you know, Omdi's going to write them for a real treat, that's for sure. So if you're lucky enough to be gone, enjoy it. Now, just finish up with sport as normal. And obviously, Dina Sina Sunday is uh, have the benefit of um, getting another score. So obviously a very disappointing day yesterday for my two teams, Aberdeen, uh, beat him by Motherwell. And uh, Manchester United beat it him by Manchester City. So, all in all, um, not a great weekend for sport, um, for me anyway. So, everyone, on to the next game, um, up and at him, and um, come on, Aberdeen. Now, that's me done for now. Just a wee surprise story out of yesterday's paper on uh, November 6th. Um, and that says, um, obviously, a day late, as I said, this has been November 7th today. So, um, anyway, um, and after day I win yesterday in Aberdeenshire, uh, up in Contour anyway, but I can kind of abate it a wee bit of last night and they had a good uh, fireworks display last night. There's certainly hundreds of folk at it anyway, so um looked to be very good for my vantage point. Um, and, um, you know, through the night after that, though, and, and this morning the wind was just absolutely atrocious, so when I did get up this morning, I had to go outside and just have a look and make sure who's still there, because it was so windy. Um, anyway, hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast, and um, if you did, you can maybe tell a pal or just somebody else what you think might like it. Um, you subscribe if you haven't already, and if you're, um, you know, have that inclination, you can maybe leave a review on whatever platform you listen to it on. So anyway, once again, thank you very much now. Cheers. Toodaloo. <laughs> Lights of all the stories that you've made in a cave.